Kristen and her double thumbs up. Excitement. That's right. I have a glass of gin. It's fine. I'm, I'm eagerly awaiting my turn. Okay. Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Reading Queens podcast. We are here to talk about books and random things and just have a bunch of fun like we usually do. So welcome, welcome. Um, I am Valia. Hello. I also have two ladies joining me, so they're going to say hi next. Hi, I'm Tari. Hi, I'm Kristen J. Dawson. Yeah, and so we're going to talk about uh, epic fantasy. No surprise there, considering this is the topic or the title of today's episode. I used to always keep this a secret for some reason. If you guys didn't know how to read, my bad. Uh, but that is past. We're just going to start us off right away so you know what we're talking about in case you didn't read the title. And yeah, um, I'm excited about this topic because it is kind of one of those things that I want to read more of just in general. So we're, we're going to talk about it and we have perfect people here to talk about it. But first, I want to know, Clary, how are you doing? How's life? Busy. Um, <laughs> my husband's away and we've just finished like a week's holiday with the children. So it's all been a bit mad. And I was very pleased this morning when they all went off to school and I'm like, okay, I can just sit down. And then Monday <laughs> evening when we're recording this is always a bit manic and, and things. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm here. That's good. Yeah. It's funny because Claire and I are <laughs> at night together. Now we're at the end of our Monday. <laughs> Yes. As everybody else is starting their day and we're just like, oh my gosh, we're so tired. Life has been yeah. hard. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I have a glass of gin. It's fine. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Kristen, how are you doing? Well, it's the beginning of my day and it's lovely. I'm in Oregon and it is cloudy and rainy and very stereotypical, but at this moment, the clouds are a little bit thin. So even though you can't see the blue sky, you there's light, there's lights, light is coming through. So I'm like, this is a great day. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny because everybody is like, Scotland is so rainy, blah, blah, blah. And literally everywhere I go, you guys, it's just, it's sunshine and blue skies. And my flatmate is having the best time because she's like, you brought the beautiful weather with you. And I'm like, dang it, I want some rain. <laughs> it can be so unpredictable. You just never know. It really is. No, I'm tell I'm telling you, this is a thing because I went to the Highlands um this week this last weekend and everybody our tour guide, because I just took a tour because I'm like, I'm not driving in Scotland yet. I will. This that's my goal for this month. I'm very excited because I want to go explore and not rely on other people, but I did a tour. And so we're sitting in this tour bus and the tour guide the whole time. Oh my gosh, this is like we were supposed to be having rain all day, but we have blue skies. It's sunshine everywhere. <laughs> So I'm sending pictures back to my flatmate. She's like, you are not kidding when you say that you just bring sunshine everywhere because what is this weather? But yeah, anyway, that's my that's my side note update of life. But I kinda, I'm jealous of your rainy weather, Kristen, I have to say. Well, I'm jealous of yours, Valia. I feel like you have a weather, like some weather magic. So I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, it was funny though, because we were talking about it. I feel like maybe with Allie. So I got to meet Allie uh, two weeks, two weekends ago, ago now. Yeah. So she came down here and um, spent the weekend. It was amazing. I got to finally meet another queen. I was like, yes, you guys are real. This is not just on, you know, the screen. <laughs> it was great. Um, but we were talking about how I should write a children's book where, you know, instead of having like 
a character walk around with this like cloud over them with the rain. It's just a person that's like really grumpy, but they're walking around with the sunshine over their head. And I'm like, yes, that is that is literally me. I'm the grumpy person with the sunshine over my head. So I worked for a picture book company, a picture book education entity, Mm -hmm. and they talk about story ideas and you hear a lot of them. And I actually love that idea. I would love to see you write it. I probably never write it. If so, I just I just told the world about it. Somebody else will steal it first. Somebody who's listening, we want you to write that story. Yes, perfect. You can you can cast me as the grumpy character. I'm okay with that. <laughs> anyway, my life. But uh, yeah, so that's exciting stuff for all of us. Um, I feel like I am just very chaotic today. Sorry, guys. I just apologize already. But this is what happens when we record at night. I feel like the last couple of episodes have been just like volley of chaos all over the place but end of the day this is what happens anyway um yeah so let's talk about epic fantasy we're just gonna dive right into the books because i'm excited about this topic and Kristen has like 50 billion books to share so anyway (laughs) do we want to talk about what epic fantasy is before we talk about it yes um does epic fantasy have to have dwarves and elves and and things in it or is it any fantasy that's in a secondary world with magic Okay, well, you answer that question. You asked it. Go for it. <laughs> I don't know. I get confused because okay, I, so... it's like, I, I want Kristen to tell us all. Enlighten us. <laughs> yes, perfect. Go ahead. Oh, I'm on the spot. <laughs> so for me, epic fantasy is any story where it has uh, an, uh, world-ending stakes. So it can be um, a whole planet, which would be, you know, you could technically categorize science fiction under, you know, epic. Um, But usually in story with fantasy, it's something about the kingdom. Is it going to be destroyed? So it's more than one person. It's a whole community, usually a kingdom destruction. And no, it does not have to have orcs and elves, which I personally, I love those types of characters, but that's not required for epic fantasy at all. That's interesting because you talk about epic fantasy as being something that is stakes. Mm -hmm. And I always picture epic fantasy as something that is literally created from the ground up. Like it has to be a world that is like fully imagined in Mm -hmm. a way that wouldn't be like related to our world, I guess. Or it's- Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I guess in my mind, I was thinking about epic fantasy versus sword and sorcery. So okay. I was thinking about those two subgenres, but yes, usually in epic fantasy, you have, um, I'm thinking about like a million ideas just came to my head, but yes, you <laughs> would have a fully imagined magic system. A lot of times it's a completely unique world, or you can also have second world fantasy that would work as epic fantasy. And second world fantasy is something that is based on uh, earth, but it's alternate earth, or it could even be alternate history. And it's usually, but not always, um, has a medieval level of technology, but not always. Sometimes they'll have a unique, and I have an example of that, a unique technology mix. Perfect. Yeah, I do feel like this is something I do not write, so I don't know enough about Um, But I do think that it's very interesting. And specifically today, we're going to talk about epic fantasy with like low to no romance. And basically because all of us write romance and we kind of live romance more than anything else. But as a reader, 
you know, it's easy for me to read romance. It's something that I gravitate to. But epic fantasy that doesn't have romance as like the main plot, you know, you can have subplots and stuff like that. Obviously, you are in these characters' lives. You want to know what's going on with them. You are involved. If there's romance, you want to be there. But it's not like something that is the, you know, the front runner when it comes to the book. Um, it's something that I want to read more of because I feel like I am missing out on so many amazing books because I'm like, oh, but this one doesn't have romance. And when I'm like, but it has dragons and swords and a whole world, you know, kind of thing. Like, come on. So anyway, so that is our topic. Sorry, you guys. Obviously, mm -hmm. I'm very like talkative, but Clary's going to start us off and talk about her book first and just the whole idea. And then Kristen, I will cue you in and let's do it. And the the classic epic fantasy story is, of course, Lord of the Rings, which is not what I'm going to go and, and, and talk about. But I just have <laughs> to tell you all, my husband read the whole of the Lord of the Rings to my children as a bedtime story, like every word. He even had to sing all the songs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Some of them multiple times because they really liked them. They're like, no, no, that's you awesome. We love all the songs. <laughs> I love that so, so I just much. like big kudos to him for having gone through and 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 yeah. sung all the songs in Lord of the Rings. It took him some time to read. <laughs> um, anyway, I thought that was fun to share. No, the book I'm going to talk about is The Eye of Obscurance, Obscurance, is that how you say it? I'm not quite sure, um, by Jeffrey Koenig, which I'm also not quite sure how to say. <laughs> um, I hope that's right. Which is an epic fantasy story. It's set in a world where there's multiple lands ruled by different wizards, and they all get power from the people within their land and they're then one of them is then trying to take over all of the others and it starts with two thieves working separately both at the same time breaking into this wizard tower to try and steal an, an amulet which is you later find out called the eye of obscurance and is quite important um and then it's you know one of them then runs away with it and the other one then tries to chase after and, and capture it back but it's a really fun story it has dwarves in it it has um a circus it's uh, it's called the menagerie but it doesn't actually have any animals in it which is a bit confusing but it's got lots of jugglers and um trapeze artists and and um like other things you'd see at a circus that aren't animals that I can't think of right now. Um, so yeah, that's it. There's, that's, there is a little tiny bit of romance later on in the story. It's multiple point of view. There's a lot of characters you've got to keep track of and all the different lands and things. So it, and it's definitely epic on an epic scale. You know, there, there is, it is very deep. There is a lot of description. There is a lot of, it, it's very wordy as well. But it, I love the very fun. wordy part. That's yeah. that's always what I struggle with. I feel like that's why I stay away from epic fantasy because my brain still sometimes has to translate. And so mm -hmm. when I'm reading something and it's not exactly quite what I'm used to, my my brain is just kind of like, this is a foreign language. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like it forgets that it's a foreign language sometimes, but not when I'm reading epic fantasy. So yeah, that's that's fun. Is it a series? It is a series and there's a spin-off series and I think there's quite a few um books in the world. Okay. Um so And you just read yeah. the first one? Yeah. Okay, cool. Are you gonna continue? <laughs> Put you on a spot. <laughs> I, don't know. I might do I've got so many I've been a real 
weird reader at the moment that I just read lots of little bits of different things and I'm struggling mm-hmm. to get stuck into to something. So I might I might carry on with it. I don't know. It it's it is very wordy. <laughs> if you've read my books, I don't do very wordy at all. I mean, you do well. So yeah. you know. I it, 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 yeah, I I am more light on the description of things, and I tend to skip over things as I'm reading. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm interested in it. Yeah, That's cool. there's some some interesting characters, and um, yeah, fun, fun. Okay, Kristen, I feel like you're just ready to talk about all the books. <laughs> She's that got you a whole pile of them that she's been waving at us. <laughs> I've got my stack. I'm I'm eagerly awaiting my turn. Okay, so I want to start off with. Um, J.A. Andrews, she has her Keeper series. She has two series. Mm -hmm. One is Keeper Origins and one is Keeper Chronicles. Keeper Chronicles came out first. Um, It has dragons, dwarves, all the things. Um, Her Keeper Origins story, um, which came out more recently, that one um, I love because the protagonist is a thief and I'm a huge sucker for a protagonist. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> a thief. Yeah, I am. So um, I just love how clever they are. And she's such a beautiful writer. And even though she has great descriptions and you are fully enveloped in her world, for me, it never drags. I thought it was beautifully done. Um, I feel like that one is um, a great primer if you're wanting to get into epic fantasy. So I wanted to start with her first. Um, Another one that she's doing a Kickstarter for it. Isn't she at the moment? Yes, she is. Just to plug the the Kickstarter. Oh, cool. Yeah. Link to that. So I can link it. It's a really beautiful hardback copy with like, um, yeah, I've just found it. So I can, I was looking at it. She's all about the aesthetics and she does a great job. It, it's got the foiled cover and sprayed edges and fey leather and lots mm-hmm. of maps and she's it looks very beautiful conscious of her readers and her mm. super fans and she delivers i i really yeah. appreciate her work she does great all around as far as the look of the book but the content inside is is masterfully done yeah. and in her man that first book and um i i can't say that for the rest of the series the romance does become more prominent but in book one there's essentially no romance and in the later books in keeper origins it's becomes more of a thing but it's still very b plot so so that's a great one if you're not looking for heavy mm-hmm. romance um also she is more of a noble bright author so her stuff doesn't get grim dark so also for somebody who's looking for that she's great um and then also meg cowley is known more as a uh, romantic fantasy author but her first series the books of Caledon Caledon that one is low romance as well so would work as epic fantasy low romance but two that are very popular that everybody knows is Enchantress by Maxwell and the White Tower by Michael Weishart so with both of these I'm trying to remember because I read these a while ago but I don't think either of them have dwarves and elves and any of that. They're really both more about political intrigue, which I love. <laughs> I am here for the political intrigue because that always has an element of mystery and often incorporates quests. So I I love those. Um, 
I must and admit, I've tried to read The White Tower a couple of times and not got into it, but it's still there. I'm like, oh, yeah, I keep seeing it. I'm like, I really should read it's that It's so sometime. good. <laughs> the, they, I'll give it another try. <laughs> so Wiseheart has a prequel for The White Tower on his website, and it is phenomenal. Probably the best prequel for a series I have ever read. So if you're oh. wanting to um, like a mm. kick in the pants to get into that story, read the prequel. It's not super long. I think it's like... 5,000 words, maybe it was so good. So good. So, so there you go. Um, and then we have way of Kings by Sanderson, that, um, big, massive epic fantasy. It does have a romance B tropes, of course, but he's got all the political intrigue, amazing magic systems, amazing world building for the actual world. And even like the flora, the fauna, fauna, everything. He's amazing. Amazing. Okay, so another Brandon Sanderson one that I okay, I, I've only <laughs> had like four more. We can do it, people. Okay, you've got so this, another you've got Sanderson this. that I love is my favorite favorite, which is Miss Born, and it um has the most phenomenal magic system. I mean, I would say that most epic fantasy nerds will this is gonna be their book that they talk about. It's one that I read. I'm just laughing because you guys have heard me talk about this before, <laughs> but it's a world that when I read it, I was so mad. I had not thought of that magic system first. It's so clever and the characters are great. And you keep thinking there's going to be a romance, but it, it isn't. It's be The relationship is a mentor-tutor relationship and it's always very appropriate, which is I appreciate. And there is a B, an appropriate B-plot B romance, but it's very, very subplot. I will say that those books kind of crushed me. So I love that series so much, but yes. I have a hard time recommending it because I, I am so emotional about it. The magic system is amazing though, right? It is. It's it's yeah. fantastic. It's one of my favorite things ever. And when we were talking about wordy stuff, and I think I've mentioned this before when we talked about fantasy, but mm -hmm. Brandon Sanderson has this approachable way when it comes to epic fantasy that my mm -hmm. brain just latches onto and it understands. I don't have any problem. I'm just like so immersed that I have no problem <laughs> with it whatsoever. And it's so creative and so just, yeah, exactly. Exactly what you were well, saying. I love that. He's he's amazing and uh, amazing in real life too. He's super nice. Okay, so here's one I debated on sharing because it's more sword and sorcery and it's middle grade, but it's the false prince the book one has zero romance. It is mystery. It is so clever. Again, the main character is a thief. Yep. <laughs> Molly, I read book one and it had no romance. So she stopped. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, oh gosh, it's so I know. Good. I'm so bad so at this. Good. So then, uh, well, even in Mistborn, the main character, she starts out as a thief. I'm seeing that I have a You have a, you have a, a theme here. Yep. I have a theme. <laughs> So here's one that I wanted to talk about because it's really different. It breaks so many rules in the most beautiful way. And it's Paul Tallman's Rogue Destiny series. Um, there is no romance in this. It's all about, it's uh, multi-POV, but it's really about Ren. He's the main character and um, just his evolution and um, all the, all the, all the great things. But What's unique about this is it is a science fiction fantasy mashup, even though it falls more heavily in the epic fantasy category. it They have 
laser blasters and spaceships and they can travel to different worlds and if if it if they don't do what they need to do the world will be destroyed so it does have those world like literally world ending stakes and all these lives are um in peril so it fits under that um and just a really really unique magic system and it um is the found family so just a really really fun one so i had to bring that one up Okay, and that that's it. And then I just have the one I'm going to read next. What else? I'm like, what else did I want to talk about? I think that's it. Okay, I love that. I love all of that. <laughs> there is a book that I've seen around a lot. Every time I go to the bookstore, I'm like, you. this book is following me around. And I just need to pick it up and read it because it has a really beautiful cover. It's just literally just like this ginormous dragon. And I feel like it's called The Shadow of Gods, maybe. And... I don't know, but it has like that very big epic feel of like a world that I'm going to be like terrified of because I can't understand it. So I haven't picked this book up, but it's like on my list. Um, and also I need to By read. By John Gwynn. Yeah, I think that's it. Does it have a yeah, beautiful I've seen it. ginormous Yeah, it's got dragon? like a big ah, dragon on its front. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that as well. I haven't read it, but I've seen oh, it. Okay. I'm like, that dragon doesn't look very friendly. I'm not sure I want to read it. <laughs> well, here's, here's I like one my dragons to, friendly. Here's one <laughs> thing to consider is a lot of books that are epic fantasy, they're still going to have a romance in them, but they're just, it's just that the main character or main characters, their world isn't defined by the relationship and it doesn't necessarily follow the typical romance tropes so when you read an epic fantasy but you're in the mood for a romance you might be disappointed because the romance even if it's b plot might not follow the plot points of a typical romance mm -hmm. um so that's something to be aware of but oftentimes but if you're also going to an epic fantasy because you don't want romance you might, might also be disappointed because romance will probably be in there at some level um even if it's just like one of the books that I was talking about, the Enchantress, one of the characters does has zero romance, and then boom, there's like several romantic chapters, and then boom, he's back in war again. So no. <laughs> you just it might just come out of the blue. So it's it's probably going to be in there at, on some level, unless you're specifically looking for something with zero romance for the whole series. That's going to take a little bit of research. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there are books like that for sure because, mm -hmm. yes. you know, they yes. have like whole conventions <laughs> with books that are like epic fantasy mm -hmm. and all this stuff. But mm -hmm. I just, I feel like for me personally, and this is a me thing for sure. I mean, I my other people might feel the same way. But for me personally, when it comes to epic fantasy, I do appreciate romance in it because it is something that I can understand. While the world might be new, the whole system, the political intrigue, all of this magic, like it might be new and overwhelming to my brain, but the romance, that I understand. So my brain can be like, oh, like this is okay. This is approachable. You can get into it, you know, kind of thing. So I think that's why I gravitate more towards romance like a romantic fantasy versus just like a fantasy that has some romance or whatever um but I just I'm amazed by people who write epic fantasy I think even some of our queens like Kate like you Kristen like the way you approach the world building and just everything is just so encompassing and just such a huge part it's like 
their own characters, like the world building in it. And I just love that. My brain does not work like that when it comes to writing. So reading it is just like, this is amazing. <laughs> but yeah, that's all. That's all I have to say about that. I did not come prepared. I did not read a book. You guys know, just been failing at this part a little bit on the podcast, oh. but it's fine. <laughs> it's okay, Valia. I read enough for both of us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You got my back. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, but let's talk about what we're reading next. Uh, Clary, what's what's next on your TBR? Um, I'm reading a book in Dutch because we've Ooh. just had school holidays. So I was trying to get the children to read. And I'm like, well, if they're going to sit down and read in Dutch, I should read in Dutch as well. So I'm reading um, this beautiful book called um, De Woestown Dief, which is it's another main character thief. It's the um, Desert Thief by Emily Arendt, who is described as the Flemish Le Bardugo, which is... Wow. Um, very okay. exciting. I think that's awesome. Yeah. That pretty great. It, it's yeah. very cool. It's about two brothers who uh, one of them is a bit of a rebel and steals something from the magicians. And then when the police come to arrest him, his brother uh, um, admits that it was him. So his brother's then taken away to be punished for what he did. And then he's got to try and all go back together. Um, but I just have to show you. I'm sorry, the podcast people and are listening are not going to see it, but it has these most beautiful like chapter headings in it. Oh, is my it camera does. good enough to be able to show you? Yeah, it's and like it's intri- gorgeous. intricate design yeah. around the chapter headings. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's really pretty. Wow. So that's I love I'm that. Reading. Love it. Kristen, what about you? The next one I'm reading is The Risen Shard by D.K. Holmberg. And I believe it's an assassin, which is my other favorite trope. So if they are not a thief, I like them to be assassins. <laughs> you really have a type. I love this for you. I do. I do, which is funny because this. So I read a lot of epic fantasy. So when I wrote mine, I, I was like, I really want a character who wins by being smart and, and compassionate. And it's very, very hard to write. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, you did great. So there's that. Right. But my next one, I'm like, she's going to be a thief or an assassin. <laughs> I love that. I can't wait. I can't wait for you to write an assassin, actually. Can you can you make that happen? Because I just I want to know how your brain works writing an assassin. <laughs> like, I just I just I, I think I'm scared already. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have to say fun. writing a really nice character who was just compassionate and kind I had a, a reader specifically who helped me with her personality <laughs> yes because that uh, did not come naturally although I, I'm very nice I'm very nice but I'm not she as is. nice as Miss yeah. yeah and when you're writing that. you can like have your alter ego so that's always fun sure. yeah um so <laughs> I am reading two books currently um because my brain is just all over the place as you can tell by this podcast um, but I am like, I don't know, 15% into the Fox Glove King by Hannah uh, Witten, I think her last name is. Um, and this book, I think just came out or is coming out maybe next week. But it is in her adult fantasy debut. So um, it's so far very interesting. I'm 
very much enjoying it. And then I just started The Witch's Bag by Sophie H. Morgan, and it is a witchy rom-com. And I am just on two sides of this whole, you know, like the uh, Fugs Glove is kind of like dark. They deal with poisons and like this magic. And I think there's like betrayal and like all this stuff and it's adult. And then there's like a witchy rom-com, which is li literally like just witchy drama and romance. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like here for it. For it. Yeah, I'm, I think that would be all for us. If you guys have any epic fantasy uh, recommendations or books that you've read and loved, let us know on our Instagram at Reading Queens Pod. Make sure to also follow us there. We're also on Facebook at Reading Queens Pod. We're just very, very easy to follow, and we would love to talk to you guys about books. So come comment, send us messages. We'll, we see them. We reply. Um, can't talk anymore so I'm gonna have to wrap it up fast but yeah be back next Wednesday um, before you go please give us a star rating or review uh, both of those help and you know then tell everybody you know that this is the greatest podcast on the planet they should all be here every Wednesday because we put out new episodes and yeah that is all have a wonderful day uh, bye bye bye, bye.